Hey, Outcomes Rocket listeners. No podcast? No problem. Launch a professional podcast you'll love in four weeks. Most people hire production companies to edit and distribute content that sounds bad and does nothing for their revenue or their network. But you could turn the key to a made-to-order podcast and skip all the pitfalls that make 90% of shows discontinue after five episodes. We've got the expertise, the elbow grease, and you're back on this one. Visit smoothpodcasting.com to learn more. That's smoothpodcasting.com to learn more. Welcome back to the Outcomes Rocket, everyone. Saul Marquez here. Today, I have the privilege of hosting Dr. Armin Feldman. He's a graduate of the University of Wisconsin Medical School, completed his training in psychiatry at the University of Colorado Health Sciences Center. He practiced psychiatry for over 20 years. Dr. Feldman owned outpatient head injury rehabilitation clinics around the country. For over 13 years, Armin has consulted full-time to attorneys on all of their medical issues and questions. He has developed an entirely new kind of consulting approach. Dr. Feldman has trained over 600 physicians from all over the country during the past 11 years. Over 1,000 physicians have been to one of his conferences. All of Dr. Feldman's consulting and pre-litigation, pre-trial, and helps attorneys uh, manage the medical aspects of cases increase case value and saves attorneys time. Armin helps attorneys to help their clients to negotiate and settle cases and get the appropriate medical care the client needs. He does not participate in medical malpractice cases and does no expert witness work. So uh, he's, he's got a, a conference coming up that's really interesting, but ultimately I felt he, he has a lot of uh, very interesting things for us to learn about and, uh, and understand around the area of medical and legal consulting. So such a pleasure to have you here with us, Dr. Feldman. Thanks for joining. Well, thank you for having me, Saul. It's a pleasure to be talking with you. For sure. Now, your, your work is interesting. You've done it all. You, you've been a practicing physician. You've uh, been an entrepreneur in the space with the clinics and the, and the, and the centers. And, and now you're, you're working in the legal medical field. Talk to us about what inspires your work in healthcare. So I think what inspires me now and really has always inspired me is uh, the ability to help people. I grew up in a medical family. Uh, my father was a uh, professor of dentistry at Marquette Dental School. He ran the residency training program there for years. And uh, about the age of 12 on, I started going to grand rounds with him <laughs> at the hospital where he worked. My mother uh, worked for uh, charities uh, for years. And I really grew up in that environment of it's important to help uh, people. And uh, I think that's really what still inspires me today, particularly with the work that I do now. We can, we'll get into it, but for years, uh, maybe centuries, there have been physicians working in the legal uh, arena, but not really until I started doing this work 13 years ago, where there are physicians who specifically worked with the injured person, making sure that the injured person gets what they need to recover and lead a full life. Well, I think it's uh, it's really great. You've been around it forever and uh, you've evolved your career in, in a lot of different ways. And, and it sounds like you really enjoy what you do. So, so talk to us about how you're adding value to the healthcare ecosystem. So uh, as you mentioned, um, I owned outpatient head injury rehabilitation clinics around the country. And 
after I was fortunate enough to sell those, I was thinking about what I could do next. And I had testified as an expert witness uh, on behalf of uh, my patients who were either really more times than I want to remember, but who were either being cut off of their medical care or offered some pittance of a, of a settlement. And uh, so I thought, well, maybe what I could do is just consult to attorneys on any kind of medical question that they had in a case. And that uh, turned out uh, to be not only a good thing, it filled a niche. And over the years, I've developed that into a new subspecialty of forensic medicine. So all of this work is uh, pre-trial, pre-litigation, and the work is uh, primarily in workers' compensation cases and personal injury cases. And in, in these areas of the law, probably nine out of every 10 cases settle. And that's where we come in as medical consultants as opposed to medical experts. So we're helping the attorneys on those nine out of 10 cases that they negotiate and settle. So there have been physicians, certainly in this arena, uh, working uh, for insurance companies, but doing independent medical exams and other things. But there really have not been physicians working on the side of what I call the little guy. And the little guy in personal injury cases is the plaintiff, and then the little guy in workers' comp cases typically is called the claimant. And these injured individuals, particularly in these nine out of 10 cases that are negotiated and settled, really didn't have, unless the attorney hired a medical expert, which they typically only do if they're going to go to trial. So the injured person and the attorney really didn't have a medical person on their team that could help them to negotiate the medical issues in the case, help them to increase the case value, save the attorney time, and, and help the attorney negotiate the medical issues in cases. And it turns out that uh, this uh, there are about 16 different services that I've developed uh, over time. And um, all of these uh, services are in the service of doing what I just uh, mentioned. So I did that for a couple of years and realized that other physicians could learn to do this as well. Started a, a training program, my medical legal consulting coaching program. And now for the past 11 years, I've been training physicians uh, to do this through my one-year coaching program. And also, as you mentioned, I do an annual conference. Um, it will be the eighth one in uh, 2021. And this is a two-day crash course that helps physicians to learn how to do this kind of work. A physician in any specialty can learn uh, to uh, do this. And uh, now there are physicians all over the country that are uh, doing this and helping attorneys, but ultimately helping that injured person get back up on their feet. Yeah, no, that's great. You know, and, and uh, there's an opportunity. Obviously, a lot of physicians are experiencing burnout and you right. know, they're wanting to consider something else. And, and uh, you know, I figured it's important for us to know every single angle. Yes, that's right. I, I read an interesting study just recently, two of them actually. One is one in every four physicians is looking to do some non-clinical work, part-time basis. Some maybe want to do it full-time, others in lieu of retiring. But one out of four physicians and uh, in a different study that I just read about three weeks ago, the since the COVID-19 pandemic, 
it said in this uh, survey that 52% of physicians uh, were considering some other kind of work, either in addition to or in place of their what they're doing uh, clinically. Yeah, it's uh, it's a big group. And now the one thing that I, that I wanted to ask you is, you know, we had a chance to connect on this beforehand. What you're mm-hmm. saying is that this kind of medical legal consulting has nothing to do with expert witness work or medical mal- malpractice. Can you dig into that and, and explain that? Yes. So first of all, what I tell you about that is now in that one out of 10 case, approximately one out of 10 case that the attorney can't negotiate and settle. In other words, the, the attorney will do depositions and go to trial. In those cases, the attorney will need medical experts in every area of injury. Mm -hmm. But for the purpose of negotiating and settling the case, what the attorney needs are well-reasoned, well-thought-out, backed up by evidence from the medical literature, uh, medical opinions, medical reports, backed up by evidence from the medical literature, uh, in addition to other kinds of services that are going to help that attorney to better work for their client and settle those cases for uh, increased case value and help the attorney get the appropriate medical care for their clients. Got it. Thank you for that. Yeah, it's interesting. And so what would you say makes what you do different? Well, first of all, I don't, you know, there haven't been doctors doing this until I started doing it uh, some 13 years ago. Uh, so that that certainly uh, makes it different. So, for example, let me give you just a couple of uh, examples. So one example is probably the thing that I am and other doctors around the country are asked to do most often is to prepare comprehensive um, what I call medical summary reports with our medical opinions that the attorney can use as part of a settlement demand letter. So in order to settle the case, after all the negotiations are done with opposing counsel, the attorney needs to prepare a settlement demand letter. And in each state, there's kind of a format for that differs state to state. And one of the things that uh, that has to be described uh, in the settlement demand letters in order to have a personal injury case or a, a workers' compensation case, First of all, there has to be negligence, right? So somebody ran a red light and hit someone or the uh, machinery wasn't uh, properly tuned or whatever it is. So one of the things that needs to be described in this settlement demand letter are what are the damages? And so the uh, part of this medical summary report, the attorney, they certainly have medical records. They may get uh, a report from one or two of the treating doctors. I'll have to tell you that's kind of rare. But they certainly don't have a physician who's taking a comprehensive look at the case, addressing every injury in the case, and then uh, writing a comprehensive report that includes their medical opinions. So, for example, it would include uh, what are the ongoing medical problems. And uh, in that section on ongoing medical problems, which wouldn't typically show up in a medical note, in a hospital note or an office note, our uh, description of what is the causation, what is the mechanism of injury, what are the func- functional losses as a result, and back up that with evidence in, in the legal sense and the generic sense, but with evidence from the medical literature. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And 
you know, just reflecting on, on, uh, you know, there's, there's a lot of instances where these cases really, you know, they're legit and, and, you know, people need help and there is an opportunity for us to help those that end up in the unfortunate circumstance. You know, one of the things that I'm curious about, so you have this, this conference coming up, it's your eighth annual mm-hmm. conference, you know, tell me more about it. What are they going to, what can people learn when they're sure. at this conference? Sure. So this conference is a two-day crash course for physicians to learn how to do this kind of work. And one of the very first things that I say at the conference, by the way, this year's conference coming up on April 24th and 5th will be by live stream only, but um, I'll tell you something funny about that in a second. But one of the first things that I say at the conference is when you leave this conference, you will have all of the tools and all of the instruction and all of the medical knowledge, and also, by the way, all of the business knowledge that you need to go home and successfully do this uh, long term. So uh, that uh, conference, at the conference, I really talk about two things, uh, which I think would be of interest to you and your listeners. First is, how do you successfully run uh, a medical consulting business of this kind? So, um, for example, uh, how do you get your attorney clients is part of it, but also how do you keep those clients long term? Uh, as I'm sure you know, Saul, you could be the best uh, medical legal consultant, the best plumber, but uh, if you don't maintain what marketers call top of mind consciousness, even your best customers are going to forget about you, right? So the conference is about the business side, and then it's also about the medicine that you need to know. Yeah, very, very good. Thank you for that. And, you know, one of the things that I'm sure folks are wondering is, okay, cool. So I could learn these things. Are these type of consulting businesses that physicians could run? Are they, are they something that, that could be done through the pandemic? Like, is, do you have to be somewhere to do it or can it be done virtually? Um, yes. So we've had to make adjustments uh, for the pandemic. So, for example, attorneys will not be familiar with hiring medical, cons- they're certainly familiar with hiring medical experts, right? But they're not familiar with this concept of hiring uh, medical consultants until we educate attorneys and, and make it so. The best way to do that is in a face-to-face, person-to-person meeting with the attorney. Now, of course, with the pandemic, uh, that's not really possible. So one of the changes that we've made is all of those initial meetings, which I call the the 10-minute meeting with the attorney, can be done by uh, a Zoom meeting like uh, uh, we're meeting now. And um, I have to say, somewhat much to my chagrin, because I'm a little biased about this, I think, meeting in person is um, maybe a little better. But these meetings that uh, I've had and other physicians have had around the country by Zoom uh, are turning out to be just as effective in uh, the physicians getting their attorney clients as the face-to-face meetings we've done uh, over the years. Um, The other thing is, for the entire 13 years that I've done this, I've worked out of a, a home office. So um, once you have that initial meeting uh, with your attorney prospect and turn that attorney prospect into an attorney client, almost everything uh, thereafter, almost every one of the, not all of them, but almost every one of the services that you can provide, everything thereafter is done by 
telephone, email, U.S. mail. And um, there can be adjustments made for some of the other services that we provide so they can be done digitally instead of face-to-face. So there's an opportunity there. Thank you for that. You know, just something that, that I'm sure folks were, were wondering about. What would you say is, you know, one of the biggest setbacks you've experienced in this field? What was the key learning about it? Yeah, it's kind of interesting, actually. So when I first started doing this, um, the way that I, uh, well, when I first started um, training other doctors, the main way that I had to uh, let the doctors know that this kind of a training program was out there was through email marketing. And um, when I first started that, you know, are you familiar with um, this idea of how a, a new scientific idea goes through the scientific community? Like, you know, first it's worthless nonsense, right? Then it's, it's interesting, but a, a perverse point of view. And then the next thing is, well, it's true, but it's quite unimportant. And then the final thing is, well, yeah, I always knew it was so. <laughs> so when I uh, uh, started, I got a lot of, oh, you're a snake oil salesman. Uh, you're just uh, harming doctors. You're uh, working for the, uh, to get doctors uh, sued. I got some nasty gram emails. But through the years in training others and, uh, and other doctors spreading the word, as physicians really understood what this was all about. And it comes back to what you asked me originally. It's really all about helping people. That was uh, kind of the uh, biggest obstacle to overcome. And uh, it's gratifying now to know that doctors all over the country that are helping these attorneys to help these injured people that really have injured, been injured no fault of their own. Which reminds me, I wanted to come back and just touch on something that you said earlier about uh, there are a lot of uh, legitimate cases. You know, the vast majority of these cases are legitimate cases. Now, you know, every once in a while, you get somebody who's malingering or primarily driven by secondary gain. But almost all of the cases are uh, hardworking, everyday people that are injured, no fault of their own. And then they start going through our our system, which is kind of crazy. And they are often abutting up against their own insurance company that they have been paying pre- faithfully paying their premiums to over the years. And they get injured, and all of a sudden they find that the the insurance company's job is to try to deny them the benefits that they've been paying for. So then they wind up hiring uh, an attorney only because they have to. And then that's where we come in. In fact, sometimes, you know, I'm asked about by physicians about being a, quote, hired gun. And one of the great things about being on this side of the fence, that is working with plaintiff and claimant attorneys as opposed to defense attorneys, insurance attorneys, is that these attorneys want and value our straight up medical opinions. These attorneys don't want to be carrying loser cases with their time and with their money. So they're just, when I tell them, look, you don't have a case here for whatever the reason is, there's a pre-existing condition, the person is malingering, whatever. They're just as happy to hear that as when I uh, tell them, yeah, this uh, is a, I understand this case and here are the medical issues in the case and let me lay out my medical opinions. 
Yeah, no, I think that's great. And I appreciate you level setting on that. Well, certainly important that the listeners, if they're interested, they know where to go, Armin. So talk to us about where they could find your your conference and uh, learn more about that. So um, if you are interested in attending this year's conference, it's April 24th and 25th. 2021 by live stream. And you can go to medlegal2021.com. That's M-E-D-L-E-G-A-L-2021.com. That will take you to the conference site. If you're uh, interested in the coaching program, medical legal coaching program, that is MD as in uh, medical doctor, biz, B-I-Z, C-O-N for consulting, mdbizcon.com. Outstanding. Well, Armin, this has been great. Uh, really appreciate the uh, the opportunity that you're presenting folks today. Folks, uh, I thought you would enjoy a little time with with Dr. Feldman and this niche that he's he's uncovered to to offer something else to to physicians looking to just to, to use their skills and, and, and overall different angle to help people. So uh, thank you so much. Uh, really appreciate the, the time that you've spent with us today. It was a pleasure to be here and uh, thanks. I enjoyed talking with you so Hey, Outcomes Rocket listeners, Saul Marquez here. I get what a phenomenal asset a podcast could be for your business and also how frustrating it is to navigate editing and production, monetization, and achieving the ROI you're looking for. Technical busy work shouldn't stop you from getting your genius into the world, though. You should be able to build your brand easily with a professional podcast that gets attention. A patched up podcast could ruin your business. Let us do the technical busy work behind the scenes while you share your genius on the mic and take the industry stage. Visit smoothpodcasting.com to learn more. That's smoothpodcasting.com to learn more.